Hello and welcome to the Journey Into The Stream podcast, a podcast about one man's tireless journey to become a full-time streamer. I'm your host, Alan Azrulbot. Sit back, log in, and let's start the journey. Hey guys, and welcome to episode two of the Journey Into The Stream podcast. Thank you to everyone who so far downloaded and listened to the podcast and also left the review. Thank you guys so much for that completely blown me away the amount of support i've had from episode one alone and the amount of feedback i've had the amount of people telling me how great the podcast was and how it was interesting to see how it actually feels for um, a streamer who's starting out it's been phenomenal 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 i can't even say it (laughs) it's been really good (laughs) it's one of those words i just can't say either way thank you so much guys and if you haven't already um listen to episode one the best way to listen to it so far is to go to uh, anchor.fm and uh, search my name alan how do that alan dash bot that's the best way to do it sorry i need to put my teeth in for today's episode don't i um either way let's uh, crack on this week has been mad i mean what the hell coronavirus has a lot to answer for well actually no it's not coronavirus that has a lot to answer for it's the people who are reacting badly to coronavirus that have a lot to answer for. I mean, the past few weeks um, have been, you know, kind of like, oh, coronavirus, or oh, we better be okay. Let's, let's, let's just look after ourselves. Yeah, we'll be fine. And now this week just gone. Nope, sod it. Quick, panic. Panic, everyone panic. Grab your bread, grab your milk, raid the stores. I mean, I went to uh, a shop just the other day to get a loaf of bread and some milk because I'd run out. Nope, nothing. Shelves are empty. At my local co-op, you could probably fit all of the stock they had left into one aisle. It was absolutely bare and absolutely empty. I've never seen anything like it. And I know this is a podcast about streaming, but guys, come on. Calm down. Chill out. You know, read the guidelines. You're not going to die straight away. If you get it, don't panic. Follow the guidelines and you'll be fine. Just don't spread it to everyone. I mean, hoarding toilet roll is not going to save your life. <laughs> I mean, if you get, you know, a really bad stomach and a good case of the shit, you you might be fine afterwards. But, you know, to begin with, you're not going to die. Just just chill. I mean, hoarding toilet paper and hand sanitizer is not going to save you. But anyway, guys, how's your week been? Um, please email me. Tell me all about it. Um, or... Follow me on Twitter at Azrael, or if you want to follow the stream, that's at Stream Journey. Um, yes, the uh, podcast now has a Twitter account, so make sure you follow that as well. That's at Stream Journey. Please tweet me and tell me uh, how your week's been, what you've been up to, how are you dealing with self-isolation. Make sure you don't touch anyone, touch anything. Make sure you clean your hands with bleach. I mean, don't, don't actually clean your hands with bleach. That's a joke. For Christ's sake, I'm not a medical professional. Do not clean your hands with bleach. I used to know someone who did that. I used to work with someone who used to wash his hands in bleach. His hands weren't in very good condition. Yeah, so don't wash your hands with bleach. Why follow me on Twitch? Well, just take a listen to some of these clips that were taken on previous streams where lots of hilarity ensues. What are you doing, Vincent, you twat? So, you know, more power to you. If you can pull it off, then pull it off. Don't laugh. Just because I said pull it off. It's sweaty, should I put some on? Ah! Oh, it jizzed on me! 
fuck's sake, it just on me. Oh no, it's everywhere. <laughs> Duh, okay. There you go. And, and by the way, meow. Okay, moving on to today's topic, branding, or what branding what now? Um, when I started streaming, I didn't realize that I would have to, you know, have a degree in marketing just to get myself off the ground. And um, that's a bit over the top. You don't actually need a degree in marketing, but a sense of marketing would actually help and is beneficial to help grow your stream because... Although you're streaming games or you're streaming your art or you're streaming yourself onto a streaming platform such as Twitch or Mixer, you need to have kind of brand or, you know, a sense of who you are, what you're trying to do. What are you? You know, why should people come and watch you? You know, what are you into? Well, all that sort of thing. And if you just sort of like look at, you know, basic supermarkets, they all, their branding is like, you know, a certain font for their... Um, their supplies, you know, of their own brand supplies, like Sainsbury's, for example, they have their own font, which is like the Sainsbury's font, or the, their own logo, but also their colours are like purple and orange, that's their branding. Um, and they have they set their adverts out in a specific way. Um, so, you know, separate colours, different objects and whatever in adverts to make it look like a Sainsbury's advert. That's how you recognise, you know, Sainsbury's as a brand. So to do that with your stream, it's mind-blowing. You'd never think you'd have to do it. Um but even just looking at the definition of branding, um, you know, you just Google it and branding is like, that's here, branding is the process of giving meaning to a specific organization, company or product. How does that work? <laughs> I mean, I'm just a guy called Alan who calls himself Azrael, who likes to play games. I didn't know that I'd have to do branding or make everyone want to remember me by a specific image or a specific meaning. It's madness but you can do it in different ways um a lot of it you can do for free um just by googling how to market yourself or how to brand an item for example i mean even if you just googled stream branding there's plenty of stuff out there um but a lot of it doesn't come for free and that's i think the major problem for most people and especially myself i mean i don't mind putting some investment in but when People are asking you to start spending in excess of, you know, $50 upwards just to get a decent set of branding. That's when I start thinking, hang on, you know, I need to look at this another way. I mean, the first overlay I ever did, I did on my own and it looked atrocious. And I'm going to try and uh, find some pictures of my original overlay if I can. And I'll stick them on the Twitter account so you can all have a laugh at that. Um, but also finding someone to do you an overlay for free is very very rare unless you know a friend who's good at art and you can you know strike a deal with them to do something for free then you're going to struggle and um, there are websites that offer free overlays but you can't do a lot with them and because they're free a lot of people will have them so it's hard to create a brand as an individual when you and 15 other people you know in one month download the same overlay to use on your stream um so you will need a little bit of investment behind you before you take this to the next level perhaps wait until you're an affiliate um you know gain your following first gain a short amount a short amount of people that's a bit harsh <laughs> gain a small amount of people as a community or um 
as you're following when you start streaming get them to support you get them give them a reason to come back uh, maybe just by you know showing your personality off or by having little things in your stream that keep them coming back before you start heavily investing into things like flashy overlays or flashy alerts by all means if you've got the money do it there's plenty of websites out there like uh, nerdordie.com is a good website lots of cool overlays on there my current overlay is actually from nerd or die and it cost me i think it was 25 dollars um so 20 quid if you're in the uk or 20 odd euros if you're in europe so it's not expensive and it's not going to break the bank but if you're um looking to do this as like your job and you haven't got a lot of income behind you then maybe think of other ways of doing it if you've got photoshop have a play around draw your own overlay but the idea of having the overlay is that it starts your brand for example if you have a purple overlay um, and some purple text or a purple logo with your name on it for example you've got to think to yourself why is it purple why have I chosen purple is it because I like purple or is it because I think it looks cool and then without going too deep into the reasons behind it you then need to think of okay I've got a purple overlay what should go with that in terms of my emojis, my stream font, um, anything to do with my games or the alerts. So you've got to start piecing it all together. And that's where it becomes quite difficult. Because for me, it took me forever to come up with something that I was really into that I could share with everyone. And that would make sense. Um, so what I did originally when I was streaming Final Fantasy fourteen is that I took aspects of Final Fantasy fourteen art cut it all out in Photoshop and then made my own overlay using different bits of the um, the game in Final Fantasy XIV. So my original overlay for Final Fantasy XIV used elements of the quest item box um, just to stick my name above it. And I paid, I think it was about £50 just to get the Final Fantasy XIV font. Um, so it would match the similar things in the game. So you knew that when you were coming into this Final Fantasy XIV stream, this guy knew what he was talking about. He was into Final Fantasy XIV. But... That in turn plays into um, your branding in terms of what games you play. I mean, if you're a Final Fantasy XIV streamer purely, should you have a Final Fantasy XIV overlay? That's where I thought, you know, the money lied. But with Final Fantasy XIV being a very, very saturated game, even having a unique overlay relating to that game didn't get me the growth and the viewership I was looking for. Um, so I decided to change it all up and I went with um, a retrowave theme or a synthwave theme. And for those who don't know, retrowave or synthwave is a modern type of music composed by individuals. Like they're, all, they're all indie artists, most of them. Um, but retrowave and synthwave is basically a, a futuristic modern take on the 80s genre. Um, so, for example, it would be people creating modern music using 80s synths or um 80 style electronic instruments um some of it's really really good and you put it on there and you can just sit back and relax and you close your eyes and you just imagine yourself in the 80s it's really good and i love that type of music so i thought well everyone that i know as a friend um online or whatever or play games know i love retro music i thought well why don't i have a retro wave theme so the first thing i did was i looked around for ages looking for a retro wave style font and I found one in a package, but I didn't like the overlay package. I just wanted the font. So I managed to get the font um, by paying a small amount of money. I emailed the place and said, look, just want the font. 
can you tell me where to get the font? I'll give you some money for it. And they think they charge me $5 for the font. Fine. So I got the font and I asked a friend if they could make it look um, retro wavy based on an image I found, like a retro wave skyline. So I got the Azure logo made and it looks nice and shiny. And then I thought, great, now I need a uh, an overlay to go with it. And as I said earlier, nerdordie.com being the um, place I recommended earlier on, it's a really good place to look for overlays, has a retro wave package. And I was like, it's purple, it looks synthy, it looks very 80s, it looks like it should be on the back of a VHS. It's like, bam, I need to have this. So I've downloaded that, and, and it took me a good three hours to configure everything to how I wanted it. But Retrowave is like my thing, and my brand now is Azrael. Bam, the guy who likes Retrowave, but he's a variety streamer. He plays all sorts of games, but you can talk to him about all sorts of cool stuff. Anything nerdy, that's him. So that's kind of my brand. That's what I'm going for. I want people to think, oh, Azrael's that guy who likes Retrowave, but he also plays all sorts of weird games. He's a variety streamer, but I can come in there because I like Retrowave as well. And he's probably got some Retrowave music on in the background, which I do sometimes have. And again, that also ties back into your branding. What music should you play on stream? Now, playing music on stream is really, really hard because unless you're using royalty-free music, Twitch and Mixer and other places will instantly just mute your stream when you try and um, view it back. So once you've done the live stream, when you want to view it back in your um, video on demand section, it will be muted. Um, or the sections with the copyrighted music will be muted. So if you want to play um, music on stream, if you're doing nothing but live streaming, and you won't be looking back on the videos and you won't be using those videos to put on YouTube, then fine. I mean, I say go for it. Find a playlist on YouTube or Spotify and stick it on. But if you want to download the videos after the stream or after the fact, you will need to find some royalty-free music to go along with your stream. Otherwise, it's just going to be muted. That means that's all audio. So music, your voice, game audio, you wouldn't hear a thing, which can be quite frustrating. So... The best thing I found to do, um, which was recommended to me by a fellow streamer, is to download an app called Pretzel. And that's a royalty-free app um, that has lots of different music on created by individuals. That's royalty-free and links in with Twitch as well. And that's spelled P-R-E-T-Z-E-L. Um, and it's a lovely little app and you can tie it in with your Twitch or Mixer account so that when you're playing music, it links the track name in the chat so people can view it, download it themselves, pay for it, whatever. So that's how the artists get their money. And also, you won't get copyright strokes, which is the next best thing. But yes, branding, it's its a bit of a minefield, really, because you need to spend time deciding what you want to produce and what you want to show. And I don't think branding comes straight away. I think it's more of a case of, here I am, this is me, I want to stream, my branding comes afterwards. But that's not the correct mindset to look at it. Um, and I think I'm trying to make sense here, but you need to step back from your stream and then watch it back and think, okay, I'm watching my stream, why should I come here? What about this guy or this girl is making me want to watch this stream? Is it them? Is it the games? Is it the fact that I like their flashy background or the fact that they've got neon lights in their chat box? What is it? And that's what you need to think. And if you're, say for example, you stream Fortnite, you got to think to yourself, okay, I want to stream Fortnite. Why should people come and watch me stream Fortnite, for example? So you've got to look at Fortnite, look at the art style and think, maybe if I have a, an overlay that looks a bit like um, a Fortnite um, HUD display, bam, there you go. People will know, ah, he's a Fortnite streamer. He's got a Fortnite HUD 
he knows what he's talking about. He maybe he's invested in this game. I'll stick around. And that's what I tend to find. Um, but that's just overlays. I mean, there's all sorts of things you've got to know. We've talked about music. We've talked about overlays. What else? Um, In-game streaming um, tools. For example, when I'm streaming, I have so many sound effects um, that people can play with and just jump up and down with up on the stream. So, for example, there's a couple you can have um, anything, providing you use um, the right OBS studio. Um, I use Streamlabs OBS. And there's a little chatbot app that's bolted onto the side. And you can add different sound effects in there. For me, for example, I've got things in Final Fantasy 14. I've got um, things from Final Fantasy 15. You know, things from wrestling, for example. I've got Gordon Ramsay calling you a donkey. I've got um, Chris Jericho saying, ooh, a little bit of the bubbly. Because that's what I find funny. That's what I like. And some of them tie into mistakes I make in the game. For example, if I'm playing a platformer and I miss time a jump and die, people can spam the Gordon Ramsay donkey emote and it makes everyone laugh in chat. It makes me laugh and it brings a new element of interaction into the stream. And that's something you need to build on to keep viewers coming back. So for example, if like, you know, a friend said to you, who should I watch on Twitch? Say, ah, oh, I watch this guy called Azra. It's a really good stream. Okay. His games aren't really what I'm into, but I stayed in there for a bit and then there was some Twitch interaction. I could use sound effects. I could play games. There was a game in there. He asked me to type exclamation mark boss and then this game started coming out, this little text-based game. And it said, oh, if you want to fight the boss, type in boss and join in. So I did. But we didn't beat the boss, but it was there. And little things like that keep people coming back. I mean, I've been in streams where you click on an icon on their stream while they're playing on the, their main screen and it starts a mini game in another browser. I'm like, what is this? This is mad. Um, and that links into what they're doing as well. And although it's not quite the same as being a brand per se, you need to have that sort of level of interaction and reasons for people to come back. So it then becomes your brand, your brand, or your activities in your stream become you as a brand and it sounds like it's this whole holistic thing but it it really isn't <laughs> it's just the way it is and that's just how twitch works or mixer works if you want people to come back they need to come back because they remembered you for something and it's either you've got flashy colors or you had a good game or something else that kept you going and branding as a whole is something that takes many many days and weeks just to learn um for me it took me a long time to bottom out what i wanted to do like if i could find my original overlay and share it with you it doesn't look good you know it looked crisp and clean but it was one my camera box was a bright blue and my overlay was a gray and it just went around the box and i had choppy looking boxes that had you know yeah subscribe do this blah 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 you know in your panels in your twitch panels below sorry and it just didn't look very good. It did. It, it felt amateurish. And I think that's the key. You need to bring a level of professionalism to your streams um, before you even think about looking at partnership level. And this is where I think that Twitch and Mixer as streaming services, and even YouTube and Facebook, for example, I think they have a lot more to do to help people to get to that next level. Or they should at least put in a program where certain partners are allocated maybe 10 people per year. 
and they school and coach those individuals and say, look, I made Twitch partner doing this, this and this. Here's my branding. This is how I did it. You should follow these guidelines. You'll be under my wing for a 10 week program, perhaps. And you should use these tips to go to the next level. But a lot of that doesn't happen. So it's a case of, right, you're an affiliate. We've given you something. Now get the partner. I mean, I think sometimes the the levels of um, partnership are a little bit too high. I think that to get 100 concurrent viewers every stream when you're starting out or you've been doing it for a couple of years is nigh on impossible. Or unless you have a second way of growing an audience. Um, hence this podcast. <laughs> but you'll see, like I said in the, yes, in, sorry, last week, yesterday's, last week's episode, that people who have made partnership either did it purely through hard work and streaming and streaming and streaming or they did it through hard work and streaming and growing a second audience on a separate platform so uh, you need to think about that and branding is something you need to think about but branding is not difficult to ask I know I've waffled on quite a bit about the differences between this and that but mainly what you need to do is get your overlays sorted and your starting screen started, your up back screen started, have an offline screen when you're not streaming. So it just when people come into you, they see your brand, have your schedule on it, things like that. Just pick a brand or pick something you like and try and make a brand out of it. Or if you're struggling, think about what you're trying to do as a streamer and get behind yourself. Think about what makes you good. What do you like about yourself? Say for example, you like um, I don't know, football and horses. Maybe, maybe, I mean, they're two random things, but you like football and horses, but you also play games. How about create yourself a mascot, a horse that wears a football kit and just have it on the stream? That's a brand. That's part of your branding. You've made a mascot for yourself and people will go to that um, your stream and say, oh, this is the guy who's got a horse and a football kit. What a great laugh. And those sort of things are what make you unique and what bring people back. So have a think about that and and then let me know how you guys get on with that and feel free to tweet me any um issues you've had um but for me branding has been a massive experience and i actually did some online courses just to see if i could do it <laughs> i mean um i've done a couple of online courses of marketing and branding and it helped me a little bit and you can find lots of free courses to give you that uh, you know help and advice and um, so i definitely recommend them anything from like indeed.co.uk or just google free branding courses or free marketing courses there's loads out there and you can do them online it doesn't cost you anything it just costs you an email address but guys i'm going to leave it there i've been waffling on for nearly half an hour so guys thank you for tuning in to episode two it's been an absolute pleasure stick around for episode three which will be coming next week um but also stay safe during the coronavirus make sure you keep yourself safe don't panic by and if you are self-isolating you need something to listen to tell everyone about this podcast if you haven't already, please give it a thumbs up and a review on the platform that you're watching. Cheers, guys. Take care. All the best.